All right. Couple of years down the road. Yeah. You're hanging out. You get booked to play at a uh, a music festival. Yeah. Which uh, yeah. which music festival? Uh, it's called Southpaw Festivals. Southpaw Festivals. What it is is it is a. Uh, Do they know that I'm a stand-up comedian? Yeah, they're aware. They're so you're not me. So you're yeah you're not doing um necessarily like stand-up stand-up. You're kind of like the MC. Okay. So you'll make announcements and stuff like that. You get people pumped up. Who here's ready to party? You have oh, like a. Man. You have a That's bunch of I like. Oh, oh, I mean that. I would just give an example, okay. but I mean, but that you you can say whatever you want. Okay, I don't think yeah, I yeah, would yeah. say who he is ready to party. Like I'm on MTV in the middle. Yeah, sure. No. But you do every time you do it. You're kind of like, but what if I did it? You never did it. You never do it. But you're kind of like, what if I like really went for it? That's my regret. It's one of the biggest regrets of your entire <laughs> oh, fuck life. You. Fuck you. That I wasn't more of a Carson Daly at this at this single gig that I get booked for. Yeah. So basically what the, the Southpaw Festival is, it's a celebration of uh musicians who play left handed. Okay. So there's uh, uh Paul McCartney is headlining it. Um there's a guy who does like a Jimi Hendrix tribute act. Yeah. A couple other bands. Uh, like there's this, there's also, there's this guy, the singer, the famed uh, Texas singer songwriter, Lefty McGee. Yeah. Yeah. The man with two left hands, but that fucker could play the p- piano like <laughs> nobody's business. He had, wait, are you saying he literally had two left hands? Yes. Like he both of his thumbs were on the right edge of his hand. Yeah. His right hand was actually Did not, the left yeah, hand. Yeah, was the left hand, yeah. But he figured out how to play the that oh, piano, you know? Oh, that's he, so uh, disturbing. Two of the same hands? Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, just a thing. Yeah, I know. He's actually kind. He's actually kind of rude to you backstage. You're kind of like, ah, oh, fuck this guy. Okay. Um, Do I ever see him like crack his knuckles or anything? No. Okay. No. No one ever does. <laughs> ever. It's part. It's part of uh, Lefty's uh, pre-show ritual. Yeah. He uh, goes into uh, the green room or whatever kind of a uh, you know room they have for him, and he cracks his knuckles. <laughs> one by one. <laughs> okay, I would imagine it's like a, a lot it's of like pianists a, probably do yeah. that. It's like a forty-five minute ritual that he does. <laughs> what do you mean? I was at a. He has ten fingers, Pat. Yeah, but he does them very slowly. That's why I slowed my voice down earlier. <laughs> oh, oh, okay implies that it uh took it a while it takes a while does he like yeah. does he like set a mood or does he just like does he just do it in silence how does he how does he do it um he just kind of does it pretty much in silence for the most part you know he kind of just minutes. yeah he cracks his knucks he goes he goes it's time to go to the nuck hut crack some nucks oh 
goes back to his waiting room that he calls the nut hut and just <laughs> cracks, just fucking cranks it out. You know what I mean? In 40, but, you know, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's like a ritual. Yeah. So what is he cranking out? Well, he cranks it out in slow motion. Okay. So right. there's also at the Southpaw Festival, um, there is... Uh, Huey Lewis uh, pretending to pl- pretending to be left-handed. <laughs> Why? Because he just needs the gig, he I guess. He just needs the gig. <laughs> and it does not go well, dude. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it wouldn't. The news are pissed. Yeah. And humiliated. Yeah. So basically, so you uh, you end up kind of being, uh, you know, the MC for this uh, for this gig. And so, like I said, you're you're not really doing stand up. You're not really telling jokes at all or trying to be funny. You're just pumping up the crowd in between you know, bands and also making announcements like um, we're, we're out of Diet Coke. And, um, you know, stuff like that. So uh, you're kind of doing that. And it like it's, it goes well, man. I mean, it's not necess- it's it's not fun creatively, but, you know, it is a, a pretty exhilarating thing to get in front of, you know, 50,000 people and talk you know and have them and have you have them cheer and stuff like that yeah fifty thousand people are there yeah they're all left-handed jesus christ is it all like is like the whole thing like retrofitted to be left hand everything there's there's just like like there's a bunch of left-handed scissors those are sort of the the most rare thing of all. Uh, basically, uh, Southpaw Nation has kind of like sprung up a lot in the last couple of years. Uh, so a lot of people who are left-handed, they get tattoos uh, of left-handed scissors. That's like the the symbol of like their uh, their organization and really their 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 heritage. Almost you could look at it. And they, uh, you know, they they at first it started off okay. They would just kind of meet. And talk about different uh, left-handed people, famous left-handed people who had uh, affected history and stuff. But then it turned increasingly militant as time has gone on. So, like, nothing has happened yet. But sometimes you think, like, at any second, a rev- a, a Southpaw revolution could, like, take over this country. Okay. And you think to yourself, thank goodness I did this festival. Because they fucking loved you, dude. They're like, like... Like, like, even though, yeah, you know, you're, you're like an MC and stuff, you're yeah. not, and you're not telling jokes. They're like, man, you did such a good job. You're very professional. Do they know uh, that I'm right-handed? Yeah, they, they and like, uh, you know, a, a, like people come up to you and they go, look, man, you, at least now I can tell people that I have right-handed friends. You were incredible. Oh man, they're like, they're like, Aaron, I try not to talk to uh, the righties ever. In fact, it makes me sick to my stomach to do so. Yeah. But I am proud to call you my brother. That seems very intense. Yeah, it's kind of strange. And you kind of feel like this is going to be a thing down the line. But, you know, not right now, at least. So uh, what happens is uh, you get paid uh, two grand to do this. Okay. And how, yeah, two grand for just like a few hours? Yeah. Okay. All right. Afterward, uh, all the, uh, like the director of the, of the festival and all the like, you know, main muck, head muckety mucks. They're like, the brass. Hey, 
Yeah, dude. And these guys, all of uh, the, the the top brass, they actually uh, all have like brass, uh, like belt buckles. What? Yeah. They're all made of the finest brass that money can buy, dude. And they look fucking good. So they're the top brass with the top brass. <laughs> oh, God. They wear uh, leather jackets. On the back, it says top brass. <laughs> these guys are powerful, man. You don't fuck with these guys. But they like me, so I'm good. They loved you. They're like, they, they, they go, Brooksy, we'd love to have you back next year. Uh, yeah. And like, and like, there's kind of, there's sort of like a fetish in the, uh, in the Southpaw community. There's a, there's a kind of a fetish for right-handers. So like, as you're walking around the festival, you're kind of, look, man, I'm, I don't know how else to say this. You're getting ogled. And oh, you okay. fucking love it, dude. Yeah, of course. I love it. Everybody would love that. Everybody loves to be, you know found attractive you know oh dude this goes beyond attraction oh god at one point you uh were walking you had to go to the bathroom so you're walking to number one uh, or number two number one okay. and then the, these aren't like uh like like uh porta potties or whatever they have you know actual yeah bathrooms but as you're um you're walking you kind of like right before you, you enter the uh the bathrooms you kind of like look over and there are these two smoking hot lefties just when i say i fucking i don't even that 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 barely scratches the surface oh man this is an eye orgy i am and you very uncomfortable and you kind of like like look over them and smile and you wink and they blush why why am i being so aggressive you're not being aggressive oh, you're being man. like not, you're being you're being coy and cool that is they're into it that is way beyond my comfort level as you walk into the men's room you raise up the back of your pants or right you raise up the back of your shirt and uh they see poking out (laughs) of your pants white boxers (laughs) with red hearts on them and they turn an even redder blush dude you didn't think it was possible (sighs) that sucks so bad why (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why there's this obsession. They're into you. <laughs> They're into you, dude. Okay. They saw those white boxers, and yeah. man, their faces turned redder than the fucking hearts on your goddamn white boxers, Aaron. <laughs> okay, so there's two smoke shows. Smoke shows. Waiting the problem is to, that waiting on me to piss. Yeah, so you go inside and piss. The problem is that. By the time you come out, uh, you know, about 40 seconds later or whatever, they're like, uh, they've left because they're just so intimidated. You know, they're too shy. Too and you think, and, shy, shy, hush, hush, and for a second, you think to yourself, huh, can't say I blame them. So you do the festival, like I said, you get uh, two uh, two grand for doing it, and then they also um, some of the top brass they give you uh, different like presents, like parting gifts and stuff. Yeah, like what? Uh, nunchucks. One of them gives you nunchucks. Uh, one of them gives you um, 
<laughs> a boomerang. Okay. Uh, cool. But these I mean, are kind of cool, you know, dude. It, they, it's amazing. They're made by the finest artisans around. Like these, like the, like this is the best pair of nunchucks that not even money can buy because money cannot buy these nunchucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these are pretty intense nunchucks. You pick them up, and for a second, it's almost like a like a fucking power courses through you. The likes of which have never been seen on this planet. You're kind of turned on. And then the third guy gives you um, a, tr- a triangle. Like a music triangle. Yeah. Like I'm going to call people in for fucking dinner and shit. Yeah. But it's it looks pretty cool, dude. There's like how can, it's a triangle, Pat. It's one of the most basic shapes. I've known triangle <laughs> as long as I've known any shape. It's not cool. But this one is. What do you mean, Pat? It's There's like ancient runes, like um, fucking, you know, uh, like hammered into, into it. Yeah. The runes of Odin. Oh, great. You just know. You just know that these are and like you, you, don't, you can't read it, obviously, but they're runes of, of Odin. And uh, for a second, you're, you think to yourself. Huh, that one-eyed son of a bitch. Odin, who hung the stars. One of so my friends. You, one of my friends just gave this to me, or no, one of the top brass people. The top brass. Yeah, he just gave me this Odin's triangle. Yeah, and for a second, uh, it, gl- it, it glints in the sunlight. That, that's coming in from the the window and for a second it's almost like you can see a, a man being uh hung from a tree blood coursing out of his uh ruined left eye you kind of like snap back or whatever so you're just like all right well that was weird and so you end up leaving uh the southpaw festival and you're yeah. like you're like what a strange group of people you go yeah. you know what they're widely misunderstood, but what a strange group of people. I take my nunchucks, my boomerang, and Odin's fucking triangle, and I go back to my house. You don't think it's cool to have Odin's triangle? It's I mean, terrifying, come on. Pat. It's terrifying. <laughs> when I look mean? at it, I see a man hanging. I mean, I see Odin. You know what I mean? I see a man hanging with blood coming out of his eye socket. That's. I, I see that when I look at you, this thing. He sacrificed that eye for knowledge. Yeah, but I see a man hanging with blood pouring out of an open eye socket. That's I see I see a gruesome <laughs> and grotesque scene when I look yeah. at this triangle. Sure. That's fucking terrifying, Pat. It is, but man, there's something about it when you hold it in your hands, it just feels right. Do I do I ever play it? Um you do when you go home. You kind of just like drive home and you're like, ah, whatever. And um, you get home. You end, you end up cooking yourself uh, a nice uh, nice dinner. What do I make? Um, you make ravioli with homemade marinara sauce, side of garlic bread. What kind of ravioli? The finest crab from the state of Maryland. Is this like a store bought thing? No, you're, I, you're part of you're part of this uh, 
monthly food club delivery service. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, called uh, Gimme Some Food. Oh, God. And the way that it works is that you sign, you, you, you sign up for it and they just deliver like unusual food to you. Yeah. But like, but like not, not unusual in the sense that you're like, oh, this is disgusting. Like, oh, it's like, you know, fish eggs that have been stomped on or something. They're like just normal stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. or, or not necessarily normal. Sometimes it goes a little bit outside the box. Give me some food. Yeah. That sucks <laughs> so bad. Why? It just does. You know, yeah. So, so uh, you know, you're you're back at your place and eating this um, crab ravioli. Eating crab ravioli, and again, the crab is so fresh, and it's from Maryland. So when you pour the ravioli into the boiling water, it's almost like you you hear them go like, "Oh no." Hey, it's so hot. Hey, no, hun. A terrible it. Maryland I the, accent. I hear the ravioli. The crab is talking. You don't really. You can't. It's it's more like you imagine it, but also you can't shake the feeling that it's actually real. Oh, Jesus Christ. Goos. That's one of them when they fall into the. Kill Ripkin. This has been a terrifying experience. So you end up eating uh, your, you know, your your crab ravioli. Yeah, and it's 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 fucking good, dude. Okay, it is pretty good. Give me some food has knocked it out of the park again. And you kind of look over and you see that uh, you kind of like didn't really know what to do with the triangle, so you kind of just like hung it up, you know, on like a coat rack, and you're like, ah, fuck it. You walk over and pick it up. You turn on the radio and grab a uh, small spoon. Yeah. You turn on the radio. Um, you change it. Uh, it's uh, they're playing Vertical Horizons. Yeah. They're playing that. Uh, He's everything yeah. you want. He's everything you need. Right, that one. Absolutely. And you just kind of start uh, playing along on your goddamn triangle. Yeah, it's in like the same key and everything. It fits <laughs> perfectly in key. Like you play along to the radio and you suddenly it's like, it's almost like the rhythm takes a hold of you in like in a very good way. You know? Yeah. You know that feeling when you... uh you wake up in the morning and you uh, turn over. Yeah. Beautiful women. Beautiful woman at your side. Yeah. It's the same feeling. That's how good you feel banging around on this goddamn triangle, dude. Yeah. So the radio keeps going. They play another Vertical Horizon song. <laughs> You're a god. That one. Yeah. They're actually in the middle of a Vertical Horizons rock block. <laughs> a Vertical Horizon rock block. Yeah, dude. Basically that. Oh, like man. At, From five to six. A uh, whole hour of Vertical Horizon? <laughs> An entire hour? And like <laughs> rock block implies it's commercial free. Yeah. So basically you know? what, what they do is they play uh, that song, He's Everything You Want or She's Everything You Want, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They play the Year of God. And then they play like like 
acoustic versions of each one. <laughs> you know, different studio versions, live ones. Like they basically, it's, it's, it's the just same. those two songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they go they uh, somebody it, else, anybody else. The DJ's like, "Hey, this is the Wolf Boy." Oh, and we're in the middle of another Vertical Horizons rock block. Another we're gonna, Vertical Horizons rock block. We're gonna dedicate this one to our friend Jim S. Uh, Vertical Horizons coming at you, Wolf Boy in the afternoon. Oh, man, what kind of what kind of asshole is Jim S. to ask for a Vertical Horizon rock yeah. block? And it turns so yeah, sorry god it's only two songs pick any other band <laughs> you know yeah, well, it, it turns out that jim s is related to one of the guys in vertical horizons well, he one better of the singers. Be. yeah they're cousins him <laughs> and jim s so you're kind of like you know banging on that fucking triangle and you're having a great time, man. Yeah. And you're kind of, it's almost like you're going to a trance. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And as you're playing your triangle, you suddenly look up and realize that... The runes. Yeah, the runes are like glowing blue. Oh, fuck, man. And you go, huh? And you look up, and in front of you, you've opened a, a portal in the shape of a triangle. And out of that triangle... God damn it steps a figure yeah he's got uh three equal lines of symmetry okay all his angles are equal to 60 degrees <laughs> okay and all sides have equal length he sounds like a very strange looking individual it's a triangle standing in front of you, an equilateral yeah. triangle. And it has like like arms coming out of like, you know how there's like the three sides or yeah, whatever? I know, I know. Yeah, I know a triangle has three sides, Pat. Okay, I'm just, you know, making sure. <laughs> you What the fuck? So there's uh, the, uh, the arms are coming out of like the top two sides. Yeah. At the bottom, there's like feet coming out. And they're like stick figure feet and arms and legs and stuff. It's a perfect triangle? Yeah, perfect triangle. It's the most perfect triangle that you've ever seen in your fucking life dude Ugh. and so is um like see-through or like is it solid no it's solid and it's orange orange it's got uh eyes it's got like a big old mouth he goes how, how tall is it um it, they're about it's about three and a half feet tall okay okay it goes who are you he who wields the Triangle of Odin. I go, look. We're in the middle of another Vertical Horizon rock block. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of starts humming along. He's like, yeah, she's everything you want. I go, we're playing. I, I got this triangle from the top brass and uh, something came over me every time I play this triangle i feel like waking up next to a beautiful woman and then you appeared Wh who are you where are you from what do you my want? name my name is ernie equilateral and oh, i'm from God. the triangle dimension the, so basically the triangle dimension yeah so there's a war happening in the triangle dimension between Good, go uh, back there 
the equilateral triangles, the isosceles, the scalene, right triangles, obtuse triangles. They're kind of they're they're trying to stay neutral. I got my money on the scalenes. They and also, they do anything to win. And also acute triangles. And the scalenes will do whatever it takes, dude. Right. They have no angles angles that are equal, and they have no sides of equal length. Like, they will do whatever the fuck yeah. they want. They're going to go rogue 100%. They're so a it's wild like, card. Yeah, so there's, like, multiple fronts on this war. Yeah. And um, I like this. Ernie Equilateral goes, Aaron... We need your help. No. He goes on to explain that there's this civil war uh, amongst the different uh, triangles and the triangle math. dimension. <laughs> it was my worst subject. I hate math. He goes, He goes. it's okay. You can hate math. All you have to do is come with me and use that weapon. He goes, it's the, like I said, the, the triangle of Odin. It's the only thing that can end this war. He goes, listen. There have been, he, he looks at you and he goes, do you have any idea how many people I've had to kill? He goes, do you have any idea no, wh- what it's like to have, uh, to think to yourself, if I don't kill this person that I don't even know, they're going to kill me. Do you have any idea what war is like, no, son? No, I don't. He goes, then come with me. You can end this conflict. He points towards the, the dimensional doorway in the shape of a triangle, bright blue. He goes, will you come with me, Aaron? Things just started going good for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. How's the rest of my life? Um, It's good. It's pretty good. You know? Things could always be better, but sure. But uh, no, things are going pretty good. You have a a book club, the Hardy Boys book club that you go to. Oh God, the Hardy Boys, Pat. Me and is it me and children, or is it me and several other adults? No, it's 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 even a bunch of adults. And honestly, like these guys are kind of cool. You really like you really like them. They yeah. come to like they've come to watch you do stand up and stuff, and they just they laugh the loudest, but not in like an obnoxious way, you know. They're just so proud that another Hardy head is like out there living their, you know, their dream, doing what they should be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the that's the thing. If you're a Hardy head, dude, that means that you are trying to find the thing in life that you are meant to do. Like the Hardy boys were clearly meant to uh, solve mysteries. You know, yeah, yeah. chef chef Boyardee was meant to cook and you were meant to entertain and they fucking know it dude i don't think i'm going then if that's the case if i feel like i'm in a good place in life i think i'm just gonna take my chance on that suddenly uh a uh, a different portal opens in the shape of a triangle it's purple yeah and out jumps a fucking isosceles triangle man like I, so he's like bright yellow. Uh, like I said, he's about three feet. Well, he's about three and a half feet uh, tall. Uh, yeah. It's got you know eyes and a mouth and stuff like that. Uh, he has two angle, uh, two angles that are equal and uh, two sides of equal length. Yeah, and they have a line. It has a line, a line of symmetry that you can just fucking imagine. Yeah, and he goes, "Oh my God, Aaron, get away from that thing." He goes, "I don't," and he goes, "I don't know what it told you." 
but you have to help us. I go. He goes, he goes death to the equilaterals, death to fascism. I go, get the fuck out of my apartment. Just leave me alone. I want, <laughs> I want no part in this. Suddenly, there's a, another portal opens. God damn but this it. one is in the shape of like a right triangle, you know? Yeah. And suddenly, this uh, this guy comes through. Uh, he's got the head of like a right triangle. Like I said, the arms come out the side. Yeah. Legs come out the bottom. Bright red. He's got, uh, you know, eyes and a mouth and stuff. Uh, he's got, a, you know, a 90 degree right angle. Yeah. Including that, you know how there's the right angle and there was always on the inside that little small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That small little, uh, the little square. square. Yeah. That's there, too. Almost like a scar. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes through and he goes, oh, no. And he goes, Aaron, get away from them. And he, and he looks at you and he goes, it's true. You have the triangle of Zeus. He goes, join us, Aaron. Join us. Join the light. And for a second, that fucking little square on the inside of that right triangle, for a second, it glows brighter than anything that you've ever seen in I, your short, pathetic life. I ring the triangle. I just I look at it and I hit it with that fucking tiny spoon. So um you hit it and uh all of a sudden it's almost like there's like a burst of energy that comes out of it, you know what yeah. I mean? And um all of the triangles go, "Oh no!" and they kind of like wilt and die and stuff. They all scream for their mothers in their final moments. Oh god. And uh suddenly there's a, a portal that opens. Yeah. And through it comes a, a triangle with a uh, obtuse angle yeah right? an angle greater than 90 percent 90 degrees yep it's uh or 90 <laughs> degrees uh the other two angles it has they're acute which means less yeah. than 90 percent degrees <laughs> degrees again yeah that's what i said and he goes he goes hello aaron my name is otto the obtuse i ring the bell you ring the bell and he just smiles and he goes, Aaron, your heart is pure. When you rang that triangle, you defeated the forces of evil in the triangle dimension. Great. The obtuse triangles will rule as was foretold in the book of three. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to say thank you for helping me out. Is there anything I can do for you? You have one wish. I just want a 70% life. Whatever the optimum is, just 70 70% of that. I just want to I just want to I want to like I, this is my wish. I just want to live a, a comfortable, dumb, fun existence that is so stress-free. Sure. So he kind of like looks at you. For a second, it's almost like he kind of winks at you, you know? Yeah. And he goes, done and done. He goes, thank you, Aaron. You have done a good deed today. Okay, He, cool. like, goes back through his portal. Great. And as he walks through the portal here, like, a billion people go, yay! And then, like, it dis you know, the portal disappears. So you're like, huh. And so um, you end up uh, living out your life in a pretty above-average way, man. Um, you end up... Uh, you have best. a you have uh, two children. What? Uh, yeah, Morty and Cassandra Brooks. Um, they end up uh, I a, more. I, more I have a wife. Yeah. 
Morty ends up uh, running a, a bar uh, in uh, Seattle. Uh, Cassandra ends up. Uh, What's the bar called? It's called um, the Meaty Fixture. The the Meaty what? Fixture. The Meaty Fixture is the name of my son Morty's bar in Seattle. It was a bar manager. It doesn't own it. Oh, okay. So, uh, and then Cassandra, um, she ends up becoming uh she ends up having like uh a few uh kids she ends up you know marrying and stuff she uh, ends up being a tutor after the kids get a little bit older um your wife um annabelle you end up uh meeting her at a karaoke night one time you're hanging out um she sang uh Ba with the Bob by Kid Rock. And All you're right. like and you thought and you, you think to yourself, you go, oof, here comes trouble. <laughs> and uh you end up living like a like a pretty decent life, man. Like yeah. like I said, you have uh your your kids who uh have given you grandchildren, stuff what like do I that. Do? Um for the rest of your life, like yeah. like like for your job. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of just kind of you become like one of the top brass at your company you end up staying there for a while you get that fucking leather jacket with top brass on the back of it it's the most it's the third most proud day of your life after a year the birth of your children yeah so things end up okay and then uh you end up uh, dying at the age of uh, 97 surrounded uh, by uh your loved ones uh and your wife uh and uh, you kind of just it doesn't really hurt, and it kind of surprises you because the only thing that you were that worried you about dying was if it hurt. Yeah, and it doesn't hurt at all. You kind of just slip away. That's wonderful. You slip away into hell. God damn! Where Matt. you are Why tortured. Why to hell? You killed all those triangles. They're at their shapes. They each had souls. Well, you I, killed. All I did was ring a triangle. You killed the billions and billions of souls. So uh, of course you're going to go to hell. Are you Great. kidding me? All right. You're one of the biggest war criminals that has Great. ever existed, dude. And if, if not the biggest. Okay. So uh, yeah, you definitely you live a pretty good life, dude. I'm not going to lie. You have a very yeah. very decent fifth. The rest, you know, yeah. sixty years or whatever. Okay. But you do fry in hell along Great. with uh, Judas and Mussolini, and that's it. It's just you three. Do we ever develop like a common language between the three of us? No. Never. Throughout no. the entirety of our existence down there, yeah. we never form a language to, to communicate with one another. How could you? You, Judas, and Mussolini? I mean, how could you possibly? Because we have eternity, Pat sure eternity yeah i mean but you know jesus christ <laughs> that's it god damn it <sighs> i mean you had a good life you yeah, just went yeah, to hell I, did. I just went to hell for ringing a goddamn triangle you killed so many people <laughs> you you murdered like several billion souls, dude. What do you think was going to happen to you? <laughs> Why would a triangle have a goddamn soul, Pat? I don't know. Ask yeah. God. Ask God, dude. Don't well, ask I, I me. I can't because I'm in hell. 
Fuck yeah. you. 